Welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm in the room a little early, just trying to do some maintenance. So I'm just right ready for today's episode. I'm so excited. We have a special guest on today, Crystal Henderson. Um, she is someone that I've been knowing for quite some time. She's an amazing woman, amazing woman of God. She's a speaker. She's an author. Um, she's a coach, a mentor. And so I am so excited for what she's going to bring to the podcast. So um, just come into the room as usual, and we're going to get started here shortly. I'm waiting to see if she was able to get in. So come on, come on, come on. Let us see, like, let us get some music going. It's a time of celebration. So we're going to have to cut on something that's going to get us a little bit. It's Friday. It's, it's, it's our time to really just uh, let our hair down and just celebrate and just hear something that's going to let us know that whatever God has spoke to us, whatever God has said he's going to do, that he is going to do. Crystal, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. Can you hear me? I can, can, hey. can. Hey, girl. Hey. I'm glad you're in the room. I'm glad you're I'm in the room. I'm, you in the are. Room. I'm so excited. Amen. I'm so excited for what God is about to do. We got four minutes before it officially starts. So, you know, I was just about to play some music. And just get us into the vibe, into the zone. Um, I normally sometimes will just have music on and let the people come in when I start. So I feel like this is a time of celebration. Amen. I think so, too. Like I, Again, I really appreciate you for even uh, having me come on. I really appreciate that. And just trust that what I got to say is of substance, you know, <laughs> oh, going to be, I'm not worried about that. You know, I believe God is intentional and I know with this podcast, I definitely, um, always try to be led by the spirit. And so, um, as long as Holy spirit has put this together, I already know that it's about to be totally lit and live. I know the Lord is going to use you in a mighty way to minister to us. Hi, Bree. How are you? Welcome. Thank you for joining us here on the purity after promiscuity podcast. And we're going to get started in a few minutes. Our official time is two o'clock. We a little early, but Hey, it's better to be early than to be late. Amen. And so um, I'm going to get some little music going a little bit. And, you know, because really this is the time. You don't have to leave, Bree. No, you can stay. No, ma'am, you here. You stay and join the party because we celebrate it. Because the Lord is going to do something amazing. So why does it? Um, so, we, you know, it's Friday. Um, I don't know about y'all, but I'm having a good day. The Lord has shown himself already. He's showing himself strong and mighty. He's already showing up. He's already just manifesting his glory, his intentionality. So I'm excited for it. So absolutely stay in the room and get ready for the turn up because it's going to be lit today. I know that the Lord is going to use Crystal to bring the heat. So, yes. <laughs> what? Girl, listen, yes. it, it be on the podcast, you know, it's a vibe. It's a whole vibe, you know, a and we just, you know, for the glory of God, because, you know, a lot of times people assume that being a Christian 
like you corny, you know what I'm saying, like you corny, like, you know, you don't know how to hang out, you don't know how to have fun, like, you don't know how to be lit, you know, but as believers, we should be the most lit, right, because we serve the almighty God, and we, you know, we, we got the sauce, because we got the blood, and so we should be showing the world how to be lit for Christ, we should show the world how to celebrate, we should show the world, you know, how to um, come in, and, and just how to praise and worship, right, we don't always have to be all timid, and you know, all like, you know, it's doing things like we in church service, but we can do, we can celebrate and we can have a great time and we can still glorify God. So that's what I like to do. I don't know about y'all, but I like to, you know, turn up for the Lord. Amen. Because when I was in these streets, I used to be turned up. Turned up in the street. <laughs> so if I could turn up in the streets. If I could turn up for the for the other side, I know that now that I have came out of the darkness into the light, I know getting well, I should be able to turn up. Amen. Yeah, so yeah, so I'm feeling he it. Didn't, he didn't get up for us to be dead. So come on now, um, we we had um, grown up. We've been resurrected like Christ been resurrected. Oh, I mean, no, we, we should be full of life because Christ came to give us life that we shall have it more abundantly. So we should be living our best life in the kingdom. We should be living our best life. We shouldn't be looking at the world and watching them live their life and they enjoying it. They out here, you know, they struggling. They out here prospering. They out here having celebrations and doing all the things. So we as believers, we should really be doing it. So, you know, that's just where I'm at. So, yes, yeah, 2 o'clock is our time. So, we about to get started. Hey, welcome, welcome, welcome to the Purity After Pure Promiscuity Podcast, where we are redefining a woman's worth. I'm your host, Janelle Renee. Welcome, welcome, welcome in the room. Welcome to all of you guys who are new. Uh, we are excited to have you on the Purity After Promiscuity Podcast. We hope it bless you and encourages you that you have an encounter that the Lord speaks to you Lord, and, and your life becomes better from listening to this podcast because it's all about having an encounter with God and uplifting our sisters and for all of our um, loyal listeners thank you girl hey girl welcome 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 you already know what it is and so we got a very special guest today we got Miss um, Crystal Henderson and she is one of us and the Lord is going to use her and she is a dynamic woman of God she has all these things that she's accomplished she has a book she's an author she's a speaker she's a coach you know and she's just a woman of God who is on fire for the Lord and I'm so grateful to have her here on the podcast today so I'm gonna go ahead and decrease and let her um, introduce herself um, to us and and just allow the Lord to begin to use her so yeah Crystal you can tell us a little bit about you thank you Janelle again thank you for having me on thank you for your listeners that are listening thank you for lending y'all ear for a few minutes um, like she said, I'm Crystal. Um, I am an author. I have a couple books out. Um, one that is called Dust Yourself Off. And I just talk about how to just do that. Dust yourself off and start over. And I have another one that's an ebook, and it's called He Left Me Now What? And that is talking to specifically the ladies who have had that broken relationship and just did not know how to move on after it, after that relationship was over. So as she said, you know, it's like, I'm a coach, but I'm like a woman's coach. Like I'm, I'm that one that's like, come on, girl, get up. Let's get up from that. Let's go forward. Let's start over. And as what we were talking about today, let's make it new. Let's start over again. Because a lot of people, for whatever reason, 
and I get it obvious reasons when stuff hurt it hurt and when you lose stuff when you're feeling pain you kind of feel like this is it this is this is it and there's nothing that's good or of value that can come out of this and that's not true that's not true you can recover from any type of pit from any type of drama from any type of trauma from any type of whatever you can actually you can recover from it so again that's a little bit about what we're talking about today which is you know making it new um i think everybody needs to everybody has moments in their life where it's like okay i'm over this (laughs) i'm over this i'm over this and i need something else i need something fresh i need a new start I I, i i need a new wind you know so that's that's what we gonna kind of, that's the vein we gonna go in today. But come on, Lord, hey, he can have his way. I'm all for it because we all need that. We all need for things to be made new, right? A lot of times we have these experiences in life, and it seems like there is no way that this thing could ever be resurrected, or it's like there's no way that this thing could ever be restored or be made new some things just look so dead right i can i could just think of you know lazarus being in that grave and being in there for four days and it's like okay being in there one day two day that would be a miracle and that's an impossible situation but you know there's still something that can happen and it can be contributed to man right if he was to be resurrected after one day two days but when you go three four days, four days, you literally decomposing. They said it was a raunchy smell coming, like he dead dead. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He not just dead, but he dead dead. He good as this. Yeah. And I don't mm-hmm. know about you, Crystal. He almost ain't even there no more. Come on, come on. He's about to disintegrate. <laughs> and sometimes things in our life, that's how we feel. Like this thing has disintegrated. Like this thing has got to the place where it is nothing but ashes. And so, mm-hmm. you know, he got to that place. And even in that, It was in that moment. Those are the conditions that Christ needed before he could come and he can now be the resurrection. He told them, didn't I tell you Mm -hmm. that if you just believe you will see the glory of God. Right. He he told them, like, I'm the resurrection. Mm -hmm. It is me. So sometimes the Lord needs to. He need to come and he needs to renew our mindset about a thing because we think something dead. But the Lord looking at that thing and he said, no, I sleep. And he said, no, it's got to be for my glory. And I think we forget that part that, you know, we too are for his glory. And so a lot of things that happen to us, we think, oh, you know, look at what the devil did. Or we may even think God just don't love me or God's not pleased with me. But it's like, no, he said he wants to get the glory out of your life. And a lot of times he don't get the glory until it's real bad. <laughs> like you, you know what I'm saying? It got to look like you said it got to get to the point where man can't do nothing about it. And that's the point. That's the time where he like, okay, it's glory time. It's my time. Cause you know, he's not going to share his glory with nobody. So he got to literally let that thing get so bad that it gets, that it repels people, that it gets people out of the way to give mm. him room to come on in, you know, up again and bring it back to life. And, you know, a lot of times we get we get so upset when people we'd be like, man, they just gonna leave me right here or I just thought they was my friend and you know, when I really needed them the most, they just left me. They just turned their back. But again, every time 
God did something miraculous. If you noticed every once in a while, there were times where he made people get back. He made people get away. And you know, that's that stench of Lazarus. That's repelling. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That is very repelling. And so again, you know, it, it, it takes maturity to get to that point because you, you angry, you mad as fire when people walk away, but it's like, okay, Lord, that's going to be for your glory. You about to do something so awesome that you truly just did not want nobody else to get the credit for. It wasn't that you were going to leave me. It wasn't that you didn't, that, that you just wanted to hurt me. It wasn't even that you didn't have a plan. It was simply my life is for your glory. And you just allow stuff so that you can come in and just get the glory. <laughs> that's, come on. You know, that that's what it is. Now, I don't, you don't know that right in the middle of it. When you're in the thick of it, you like, wait a minute. What, why, why, why have you forsaken me? <laughs> you know what I'm Girl, saying? Come like, on, man. Have those guard, the garden of Gethsemane moments. I know I'm I have. Saying, like, wait and being on that cross, oh. you know, that being on that, carrying your cross, that's, that's real. Yeah. So when he said we got to carry our cross, when he tell us, you know, that that we have to drink our cup of suffering, you know, that thing, it, it's one thing to read it in the word. But it's another mm-hmm. thing when that you got to live that thing out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's another thing where you got to do something that you got to be crucified. That's it's right. another thing when that that desire that you have for your life, that dream you had or your idea for that relationship or that circumstance, that situation, that job, that opportunity, that place. You had an idea, but it's something different when it's time for you to put that thing on the cross, nail it and and pierce it and kill it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then you got to be like Abraham and trust that even when the Lord told him to go sacrifice Isaac, his the promised son, the thing he'd been waiting for his whole life. And he finally got it. And then God tell you to take that very thing that you feel like you finally got it or you feel like you finally in your zone, you're finally in purpose, you finally in your flow. And then the Lord like, okay, now I want you to go up there and I want you to um, sacrifice it. Right. Mm -hmm. But we have to have the faith. Like if we do kill it, that the Lord still can't resurrect it. And he will. And, and you know, and what's even, and again, I know we don't ever think about it at the time, because again, we, when you're in the thick of it, you don't see it from, you know, God's perspective, but everything that has ever died in God's presence or has ever been killed at his command, he has always had something bigger than that to replace it with. Oh, that's good. And I think we get so caught up in what we can manage and what we created and what we got that he says, let me make it, let me kill it all the way dead so that I can give you something bigger than that since you love that so much. Oh, wow. See, that's the whole, that's, that's the whole paradigm shift, right? Um, <laughs> right. Cause you don't, like your mind naturally don't think that mm-hmm. it don't actually go there. Right. We, cause normally in our natural mind, when we look at something that has died, it looks that to us, death is a permanent thing. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like it's permanent. But with, with Christ, things are death is temporal because mm-hmm. we as humans, we don't die per se. This body, this shell go back to where it came and go back to the dust. But our spirit doesn't die. 
Mm-mm. And the spirit is who we are. And so a lot of times we grieve so hard when we lose a loved one. And, and that's a natural thing. Right. And and mm-hmm. we should, um, because in the natural, we had a connection. We had a bond. We had a relationship. We, we had love in the natural. You did lose something. You did lose something in the natural. But mm-hmm. really, it's like to in the natural, it looks permanent. But in the spirit, that thing ain't dead. That person ain't dead. That spirit mm-hmm. of that person, which is who they really are, is very much alive. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. But your mindset got to shift to be able to receive that. And so that's that was so good that you said that, because I don't think even me, I don't think that when something in my life had had to die, I don't ever look at it like that. Like, oh, it had to die because the Lord wanted to give me something better or bigger. I just look right. at it like, oh, I just this is a loss. And now I'm in the yeah. place where and, I want to just he, grieve. Uh huh. And he took it. And, and he took and, it. You know, either he took it or the devil is busy. Yeah. Or and, yeah. Uh, but the reality is is that you know and i don't think we understand this too the devil can only go so far oh you understand what i'm saying he can only go so far and 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 the bible's clear that whatever he steals, he gotta return come on seven times come on that means he even gotta bring it back better than more than what he took so you know god's will for us is always bigger better multiplication bigger better multiplication bigger better multiplication oh i like that we gotta get stuff and i promise you this is the holy spirit because (laughs) i'd be challenged i'd be choking on some stuff too when it died you know it's hard to go down you know that's a hard pill to swallow you know because i do i mean yeah i'd be choking on some stuff too sometimes it's like oh my god because you know your flesh you'd be like okay god but when you gonna give it back (laughs) if you do think he gonna return it you now you think that you focused on the time frame okay okay, right and then now you trip and now you and now you're frustrated in the process because he gonna do what he said he gonna do just you know it's it's like at the end of the day i i have to understand as his child that everything that happens to me and everything that he allows it is for my good it is for my betterment. Even the things that make me cry myself to sleep at night, mm. it is for my betterment down the road. Meaning mm. at some point, I'm going to look back on this because somebody said hindsight is twenty twenty, and I'm going to say, you know what? That was good for me. They hurt me real bad, but it was good for me my because God. now I can operate in a level of wisdom that I didn't operate in prior than that. I can op- even operate in a little level of maturity that I didn't operate in prior to that. And it's something about the human nature that we don't get to where we need to be all the time when it's always sunshine and roses and rainbows yes. and unicorns. And just, yes. you know, we, we, don't, we don't be who we need to be when it happens. And a lot of times we like to say like, hey, we are, you know, we, we follow us for Jesus and I, I want to be like Christ. But as perfect as he was, he had to suffer. Yes. And it's like we just feel like we, we can sometimes just a little bit, not a whole lot. Like I suffer a little bit. No, you got to drink that whole cup. Just a little. Give me a little taste. No, you got to drink that whole cup. <laughs> I know you just want a little taste. But no, you gotta have a whole cup. But but when look what happened to Jesus, you know what I'm saying, man. 
all of what he did, all of what he had to endure, now his name is above every name. Come on, right at the right his hand of the Father. Is above every name and look at his position now. And but that's our promise too. When we go through and get to it. the other side of stuff, when we get to the other side of that stuff that make us cry at night, when we get to the other God. side of stuff that that piss us off, and we feel like, why I gotta go through this? It's because He's doing something to our name. He's doing something to our position. You know what I'm saying? We we've been elevated at that point, and I know we don't see it like that at the moment because again. When you're in the thick of it, all you feel is the heat, all you feel is the pain, all you yeah. feel is the pressure. But yeah. he sees something that's that's on the other side of that. And I don't know how this got what this got to do with make it new, but I guess I mean, this is the Holy Spirit. This is the foundation, though. Um, you know what I'm saying? Because we have to understand, in order for some things to become new, something's got to die, something's right? Gotta die. You know, and some so, things have to in order to be resurrected. And when it's resurrected, it's not the same. Like when Christ was resurrected, he was no longer 100% human and and God. He was just 100% God when he was resurrected. So he wasn't the same. Yes, he was always God and he was, and he was man. But it came a time where he had to just be fully who he was, mm-hmm. you know. And so when we when things die, sometimes they weren't what they were supposed to be fully. And they mm-hmm. won't be until they come on that other side. And they have to go through that process in order so they could fulfill that new life like even us when we are saved the bible says old things pass away so something died you're right that's right some had to die so that old mindset that old lifestyle that old those old habits those old labels you know all of that stuff it had to die and now we are new creations in christ jesus so everything god says all things become new but it still had to die something had to die so it could be made new. Mm-hmm. And I think too, we we if we if new is the expectation, if if bigger is the expectation, if multiplication is the expectation, then I think that kind of erases bitterness because we're not stuck at the loss at that point. We're not stuck at why did this happen. We're not stuck at oh my God, it's all gone. I worked so hard for it and now it's not here. You know what I'm saying? And we're not stuck at, you know, well, how could they do this to me? You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, it's dying. I do have to grieve it because I had a relationship with it, right? But it's like, okay, if I really truly believe that God now got something better for me, then bitterness don't have room to stay. Come on. Bitterness and anger and, and just like, just just utter just negativity it really don't have room to stay because what happens is now that it's dead god it just freed up storage and freed up space for that new thing oh it did Mm. it just it just you just gave me space for a new thing i heard i heard td jake say this one time and i was laughing but it was like it was i was laughing because it was so simple right and he was like you know and I'm paraphrasing. He said, if there's something in your house that don't work, you need to get rid of it because by leaving it there, you now have no capacity for, for the thing that does work. Oh, wow. So he, so he said, if the toaster don't work, get it off the counter 
so you can have space for a new thing. And there are some things in our life that we do not even expect or believe that there's a new thing because we keep looking at because the space is filled. Sometimes mm. our space is so filled with the negativity that we can't look at a new thing. So he is like, he got to empty it. He got to kill it. It got to die for us to see that there is now an opening. There is now availability for a new thing. Oh, Christopher, that's, so, that's so good. Like, it just reminds me of hearing that saying, you know, God can't pour in a cup that's already sealed. And even... Um, I just remember the old um, church we used to attend together. Um, I remember that the leader over that church said something one time and he was saying, you know, that when you already got everything in your space, you're already full. You haven't given God room to pour in to bring something like you said new. So like you said, a lot of times we have to remove things to give God room so he can pour. A lot of times, like I know, as an example, because I just was speaking to somebody, and I know a lot of women, we struggle in the area of relationships, right? And we'll be in a relationship, and we'll know in our heart that this ain't the relationship. We know this person is not the one who God has for us. Maybe the relationship is toxic, or maybe you just have a knowing in your spirit that this ain't it. Maybe you just in it for the wrong reason. You just don't want to be alone. You're settling. You know, maybe you have some kind of financial benefit that person's taking care of you, whatever. But we'll settle into these relationships. Relationships and we'll in our heart though, but we'll be like, okay, Lord, I know this is not your best for me, and I really want the man you have for me, and I really want that God ordained spouse or that that man that I know you created who can love me like Christ loved the church, who can who can represent you in my life and, and lead me closer to you and be that man who you know is able to cover me and to lead me, and I can you know submit to him. And we are praying for these things. We might even be praying for this man, but we still in this relationship. Mm-hmm. That's right. And it's like, so how can God bring that person in your life when you already have that place filled with someone yeah. else? Because we think in our mind, we just need somebody to fill the space until God send the real thing. But really what God is wanting us, wanting us to have the faith to let go of the thing that's comfortable and trust that he'll bring something new in his time. And so that's sometimes very difficult because we're so used to having a person in our life that being alone is something we're afraid of. Mm-hmm. It is. And, you know, and like you said, a lot of people, you're absolutely right. And I mean, I'm so familiar with that myself. It's like, you know, I, you know, I remember um, dating a guy and literally within two months, I knew with I knew like like I like I know my name that this he was not it but i continued on and it just you know and it gets worse from there once you know it gets worse from there but like you said removing the stuff that ain't working it gives you it not only it shows you space but it also shows you the capacity for what it is that you can handle too because you see the space so now you know the dimensions so now that you got the broken toaster off the counter you now not only do you see that space, but you see everything that's kind of next to that space. So you can rearrange some of the things and create an even bigger space. And now you can upgrade and get an even better toaster. You know, they got toasters that are um, electronic toasters, like literally push. It has a screen. No, but I need that kind. <laughs> like, no, but like now that I know, I know now that I know yeah. I'll be looking for it though 349 dollars on amazon 
and um now that's an upgrade from a toaster that's a whole that's a whole new upgrade and so i'm saying this to say that what we consider a death and the removal of a thing is god trying to upgrade us and he's trying to show us the space and he's trying to show us you do have space for that you do you can have that the way that you the way that i showed it to you before all this foolishness got started in the first place me too Bree. a lot of times he'll show us some stuff and we think well i i don't think i could get it like quite like that because god you know it's me you know what i'm saying so i'll just take this right here mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and, he, and he said no i promised you a son i promised you i didn't promise you ishmael i promised you isaac oh come on let's break that down let's break I didn't, that down I didn't promise you isn't so what what we do a lot of times is we see what he said and we but but when we hear what he said and we see what he said but we think a lot of times there's no we we kind of see it through the lenses of our ability to go get it as opposed to our positioning of him being able to just give it to us and we can just receive it Mm, see and i remember that's so good i'm glad you said that because i remember about uh, almost two years ago when the lord was really having me do a deep study on the story of sarah and abraham or sarai and um abram in the moment when they went through that process from receiving the promise and then that time that had to happen and then the 24 years later when they actually got the promise and how they allowed their humanness and looking at their circumstances Sarah seeing herself as barren only knowing herself to be barren you know not ever being able to conceive so to in the moment you receive a word from God and and you're excited about it and you have the faith to believe and it's so real to you in that moment but then time happens but as years go by and years go by something starts to you know eat away at that faith so they got to a place with Sarah was like you know what let's go ahead and help God out and we gonna create this promised son on our own and we a lot of us do that I know I have instead of because I feel like maybe God forgot or maybe God need my help or because I, I, I only know myself to be barren maybe this the way the blessing has to come so she decided to get her a surrogate right the modern day surrogate have her husband marry her slave um girl and then create she then be wanted to create and manufacture the very thing God had already promised watch them. this though do you not think that if that was what he wanted them to do, that he would have gave them that too. He would have told them to do that too. You understand what yeah. I'm saying? Like if he if if he wanted to use them, use uh, her maid to bring that promise. When he said it the first time, he would have included her maid in the conversation, but he didn't. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's what we he, do. He, he didn't. So it's like let's use what he included. You know what I'm saying? He said you and your husband. That was it. He didn't say the three of y'all. He didn't say you to go adopt nothing. He didn't say you to go, you know, get a surrogate. But that—that's where our humanness come, and we allow doubt to come in. We we get discouraged because the time frame is longer than we anticipated, right? I'm sure because we don't give us the exact time frame from the time they received the promise to the time that now it to Ishmael was created. But I'm sure it had to be a a, a long amount of time. And a lot of times in our humanness, because we don't understand God's timing, 
that we assume because so long has gone past. I've been waiting for so long. I, I know, I've known people who, who've been waiting. I have somebody I know personally who have been waiting for this person that she believed God has spoke to her is her husband and has confirmed it years and years, but it's been over 10 years and she was still believing and waiting. And so when you get to that kind of thing, that's where you really have to really declare where is your foundation? Do you believe God's word or do you believe what you see? And we live in time, but God doesn't. And so God can do that thing in an instant, which he did. You know, he visited them the last time and said, by this time next year, you're going to have a son. And that time next year, they had a son. But see, we often get caught up in the time frame of a thing. We think it's supposed to happen tomorrow. You get a word from the Lord. The Lord promised you that he's going to do this in your life. And then, yes, God will do something suddenly. He will do the, uh-oh, Crystal, I don't know what happened. You got to call back in. God will do a thing suddenly. But then there are times where God will do something and it will take time to manifest. You mm-hmm. Even like I said, in that story of Abraham and Sarah, they waited 24 years for the promised son. Even with Joseph, he received his dreams, but it was about 17 or so years before it actually came to pass. Even David mm-hmm. anointed as king, but he had about... a 18, 20 year, you know, time frame or something. It was just a long amount of time before he, it actually came to pass. And a lot of times we look at the timing and we allow that discouragement and disappointment and hopelessness. And then that causes us to try to do it ourselves. When God is saying, no, he, he's going to do it. He's going to do it his way, mm-hmm. regardless of how it looks to you, regardless of how. And this is where. Right. And this is where we say, right. This is where I don't see you on the call anymore. So I don't know. You might need to call in, but I can't hear you. Can you hear me, Crystal? I think, yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me? I can hear you, but I don't see you um, in the call, but that's okay. We're going to just keep flowing. We're not going to let the difficulties um, hinder us. Oh, she can't hear either. Uh, can you hear either of us now? Because I can hear you clearly, Janelle. Okay, I can hear you too, Crystal. But Bree says she can't hear us. She can. Oh, she, oh, she can. Okay, okay, perfect. Okay. So yeah, I'm not sure Sweet. what happened, but that's cool. But yeah, go ahead. What you were about to say, Crystal, if you remember. So I mean, even and like you said, even with you know with the timing and stuff like that, and we all know that things change in a long stretch of time things things tend to dim down in a long stretch of time and stuff like that and this is why we say okay god make it new again and not just make it new again but but that thing that i believed you for that now time has passed and i'm not so sure about it no more like set me on fire of about it again the thought and the idea of that of me possessing that get me excited about that again you know what i mean because the reality of it is is that when god is in it it don't matter how long it's been it don't matter how long it's taken because time doesn't work for him yeah i mean he doesn't work for time time works for him come on so you know what i'm saying so it's like you know i had (laughs) i had my first child at 36 who does that (laughs) like that just was not you know but they they were like you know oh crystal you would never have any kids and i had a a partial hysterectomy and then she came after all of that 
Come on, because look, look at that guy. Look, <laughs> you look at the setup, that. though. Look, look at the setup, <laughs> though, and look how how impossible it had to look. Yeah, look how we, impossible we're talking about it had for to his see. glory, for his glory, for his Come glory. For Come his on, but glory. guess what? But now that you have had that, you've had your daughter. You've been able to conceive and give birth. Now. You have been made new again, and that that uh, that desire for you to have more children yep. has now been ignited, and it has been made new again because you've already seen the impossible. You've already seen the hand of God move, regardless of what maybe doctors' reports were, no matter whatever other people said, no what whatever people may have spoke over you. You know, none of that matter because when God says something, He said His word don't return to Him void. So if God's intentions for you is for for you to have a thing or for you to experience mm-hmm. the thing. That's right. All the odds could be against you, but if God be for you, who can be against you? So right. it don't matter. It didn't matter how long it took you before you had your first child. That's when you were supposed to. That's right. And and the thing about it is that time even has to stop. The clock has to stop when when God is like, okay, you know what? Here it is. And and even for my life, the word for me, like I just turned forty. We just turned 40, Janelle. I and know. For me, was that, you know what? Now God's going to restart the clock. Woo! Come on. He's restart restart my clock, Lord. Clock. He's going to restart the clock. clock. And not just your biological clock. <laughs> you may not want your biological clock started. <laughs> but, like, you know, no, he's going to restart the clock on on a lot of stuff, you know, list, list, like God, make it new again, make it new. I said, I'm in a new decade. I'm not, I'm not dragging that old disappointment over from the previous decade. I'm not dragging the the lack of faith over the lack of enthusiasm over the lack of belief over the lack of, I don't even want it no more. And I'm going to just tell that lie because I'm just really disappointed. So I'm going to just lie and say I don't want it. When it's a lie, I do want it. I'm just disappointed about it. You know what I'm saying? Or you're just afraid to say you want it. You don't want to be disappointed. I don't want to be. No, I'm not even bringing that over here. Like, no, you can do anything. The fact that I'm still here means that you can do anything and you can do anything whenever you want to do it. So let me go and make some room let me get rid of the stuff that ain't working let me get rid of the stuff that just ain't serving me no purpose no more you know what i'm saying even with certain friendships it's like yeah. you know you got to kind of re-examine that like okay oh, yeah. so, so what have you done for me lately and how has how how have you benefited me how have you blessed my life and and it's like okay like this don't work for me and one of the things i was i was complaining to god about some stuff and I was just like, you know, I'm just really tired and I don't understand why I'm so tired and I'm just drained and it just seemed like I just don't have the excitement that I used to have and I'm just tired, right? And I'm like, I'm just tired on so many levels. And he was like, because you're still entertaining things that don't serve you. Oh, come on. They have, you have, one thing God has said to me and I really was a little like, what? He was like, you're trying to hold on to things past their expiration date. Can you imagine eating so like fire food? Can you imagine? Like, you go to your refrigerator, the milk is spoiled, but you drink it anyway. And you wonder me. why you sick. You drink it anyway. You drink it anyway, though. And you wonder why you sick. Because you like, mm, you drink it, anyway. just, it only had fire two days ago. You know, let me just, you know. Like, but no, that's it's, what we do. 
yeah. And I said, well, what are you? And literally, it was like, you're still entertaining things and trying to give life to stuff that don't give life back to you. Everything that I have designed for you to partake of will give back to you. It'll give back to you. Even if your whole sole purpose for this particular thing is for you to sow in it and for you to give into it and for you to pour into it, you'll get something out of it. And so now you're entertaining stuff. You're doing stuff that, that you just can't, that you don't even like. You do stuff you don't like. You talk to people that don't, that pull you down. You talk to people yeah. that you don't even, that you got to pray first before you to get, to, to get some <laughs> kindness just to be able to talk to them. I shouldn't have oh to God. pray first before I talk to certain people. You know what I'm saying? It, it just should be. <laughs> Like, you know what I'm saying? You just, you know what I'm saying? Like, you you know, you get up every day. You, okay, fine. You don't like your job, but you get up every, and you do stuff that's draining you. And then you come and pray to me to pour, to pick you back up when I've already got to design stuff for you to do that will, that will give you what you need. And you won't touch that with a template pole. I don't know why. <laughs> because sometimes I think the new is scary. And, and, but you know, I'm I'm at a point. You're absolutely right. I'm at a point though now where it seemed like them forty years in the wilderness was so long that you know what? Give me something that I don't know nothing about. Give me something that I don't have a point of reference for. Give me something that is a challenge. Give me something that's going to make me have to come outside of myself and reinvent myself and get deeper in me to be able to walk it out, to be able to learn it, to be able to hold it, to be able to, to live in it. You, you understand what I'm saying? Because we don't, I don't already seen the other stuff. You know what I'm saying? I don't already seen the other stuff. I don't already seen stuff that just like, like, I don't, it's like, I'm over it. <laughs> <laughs> that's you know what I'm like you I'm knew over it give me you know what I mean but that only happens when it looks like everything around you is dead when you be like I don't even want to get out of bed not even so much because I'm depressed but because I'm just over my routine I'm over this everything I gotta I don't even want to do this stuff no more give me give me something new now when you get to that point I do in, in my heart of heart down in my soul, down in my shondo, I feel like that that is God tapping you on the shoulder at that point, telling you to turn around, it's time for something else. Mm. That's him telling you, it's time for you to do something different. That's him telling you, it is okay to run for the border to go get that new thing, to go do that new thing, to, to, to receive that new thing. It's time to make room because if where you're at is no longer benefiting you and you got to come up with reasons as to why and you got to make excuses as to why you need to stay in this and sit here and be with them. Well, you got to be like, but you know, where you got to come up with reasons that are not even tangible in order to be like at least they you know, well, at least they put on deodorant today. Right. But you know what? That's your, that's your, that's your reasonable service. Get out of here. <laughs> Get out of here. When God makes us new, I think He makes our perspective new. He makes our standards new, and He make our expectations new. And so I know for me, 
as I crossed over to 40 here recently, I kept feel even like that week up until my birthday, there mm-hmm. was a different kind of stirring mm-hmm. in me. Now you gotta I, say that today. I felt something different, you, you know. Say what that today. Like, and it was today. interesting because I never felt that before turning an age, right? Yeah. But I kept mm-hmm. saying, Ooh, something different and I, I there's something different happening in me. And then I started thinking about mm-hmm. myself and even how what I think about myself and how I look at myself and what I and, and how I'm looking at my future and my life and you know what it is, the vision that I'm seeing that God is revealing to me about my life and and just everything was starting to be stirred up in me and I'm like Lord what is this I don't even understand I'm like this is something new Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. it was God making he was making me new again because 40 is it 40 is so it, it is such a just phenomenal and and powerful um it's a number in the bible so many things tied to 40 you know that means generation it means testing it means trial you know there's a lot of things that happen to people in the bible at 40 some some people's life didn't even really start they didn't really start living in their purpose in their life until they were 40 like 40 just um it it just has so many uh just multiple just uh just benefits and and so much purpose tied to it and it's something about crossing over Mm-hmm. into that new into the new decade into mm-hmm. that new year right even yeah. now being the new, yeah. the hebrew new year we just passed yeah. rosh hashanah which is the new year in god's calendar and so all of these things is happening and god is doing exactly what we're talking about here on the podcast he's making things new again mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and he, he's starting with us as the individual yeah he did yeah he did and i i don't i don't think it is uh i do think it i don't think it's a coincidence that you know we crossed over into 40 right at the time of rosh hashanah i I think i think god is just really about to really show out come on it's double for our trouble that's the word that's the word (laughs) you know and i think um a lot of areas are about to be new and 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 new as far as because I don't think we've we've quite seen all of the desires of our hearts. So we've got to see that. And I think in addition to that, we're getting some extra stuff. Come on with the extra, Lord. Know, <laughs> you know, stuff that we didn't even know really to ask for. Yes. Uh, I, I think he's doing it. But I think we're just getting new perspectives about stuff, new perspectives about life, new perspectives about the stuff that we can't even really talk about with other people. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. that drives a lot of what we do. And... I just, I really feel strongly that, um, you know, and, and as you and I talked before about that, this is an open portal for the stuff that we've never done yes. for the new stuff, for the stuff that we never done because partly because we never thought we could yes. because we didn't think we were good enough because we didn't think we qualified mm-hmm. because we didn't think that we had what it took to do it, that we didn't think we had enough resources to do it but i just really feel like not only are we going to have enough resources but a lot of what we wanted is not going to require what it used to require for us because of the the favor that's on our lives because i just i really feel like doors are just opening doors are just opening because it's 
because it's our time because oh, it's, it's not point in time and it's just time for us to be in some places and i just really think god is just gonna pick us pick us up and just drop us in those places he's just gonna pick us up and put us there you know they're gonna look up and be like so where where did you come from and how long you been and where was you at because we you know what i'm saying like we never heard of you but but yet, you know, kind of like like Jesus in the Old Testament, he was there, but he wasn't there. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. And then you come through the door like you've been doing this all your life. When in reality, he just put me here two weeks ago. But I'm a roll in it. You know what I'm saying. But new. So if nothing else, I just for us, for me and you, for all of the listeners and stuff like that. I just declare um, a spirit of new on everything. New new in every area, every single area, even in the areas that you just really thought that you fumbled it so bad and that Mm -hmm. there's no way that anything Mm -hmm. good could ever come of it. Again, as you said earlier, they said that about Lazarus and, you know, he came forth. So I think that there are some dead things that are, that there are some dead things that will be resurrected and made new, but I also believe that there are some dead things, some things that have died that's going to stay dead, yes. but yet you're going to see something even greater than what died, that you won't consider what died a loss, that Ooh. you won't even consider, that you will no longer be grieving over the things that you have been grieving over for years, thus said the Lord, that it's just, you're not going to even, it's going to be a vague memory. Like the grief, like even the grief is lifting. The grief is lifting. Like it's going to be easier to get out of bed. It's going to be easier to show up for some things now. It's going to be easier to just go and do the things that you've always wanted to do because that spirit of grief is leaving because God is going to do something new, you know, that, that eyes haven't seen, ears haven't heard. He's, he's going to do it because he can. Girl, you, you, you going to do it. No, you dropping a word and it's confirmation because it's something that I've literally just heard earlier in the similar way earlier today and just over these last couple of weeks. And so what you're speaking, I know that's the spirit of God. So I want the listeners to understand that this is not a podcast where we're always just on here speaking our experience or our opinion that when God is speaking, you have to have ears to hear, you know, and um, eyes to see because you will miss the move of God. You will miss what God is saying to you because you think, oh, you're just listening to a podcast with these two women out here speaking. No, this is a podcast where God is have he has full authority you know he he reigns and rules in this podcast like i'm just here as a vessel a conduit for him to use me and he can speak through me but it's those don't always be janelle's words and i know they're not just crystal's words that the holy spirit is moving and he's not just doing things in our personal lives but every person who's on here even in the room right now or who listen to the replay play this is intentional god is intentional he led you to this podcast if you never heard of it before if you never listened to it before and you just happen to come on this episode know that that's not coincidence that that's god because he wants to speak to you he has a word for you he has a word for your life or your circumstance it may not be the exact thing that he's how he's speaking to me or crystal but it's what he's gotten saying to you based on your prayers based on your life based on your experience so just don't take it for granted you know that we're just saying these things because they sound good because 
I'm, I'm pretty sure, like myself, Crystal ain't got time. I could be doing a million other things right now instead of being on a podcast trying to, you know, pump people up, you know, full of emotionalism, and it ain't nothing that gonna manifest. No, I, right. I, when I say something, I believe what I say, and when I believe something is um, inspired by the Holy Spirit, that's I don't have nothing to do with that. Those are His words, not my own. A lot of times, it wouldn't even be things I would even say personally. Oh, I'm saying, like, what, what, I mean, there is some stuff, it's like, I have no reason to even say that, apart from the fact that he said it, and that's what it is, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Because, you know, we can say stuff, and then it's like, well, we don't know how that's going to happen, but it's going to happen by him, by his spirit, you know what I'm saying? And sometimes it's like, okay, I just need you to put that out there, so that you can have something to believe for, you know what I'm saying? Which is just something to just to activate him to come on in the room for you, <laughs> you know, to come on and just do something. And but I think I think we're in a season where everybody needs something new. Like you, you know, so much has been dying over the past couple of years, especially you know with COVID and everything. Just like yeah. it just wiped everything out, and it's like people. And I don't know why I just feel real strongly about the spirit of grief. I don't know why he's doing that at the moment but i think that's what that's his, that's the vein so let's go but oh. like that that spirit of grief is lifting i am telling you god is going to lift this spirit of grief off of people off of his people because we've been under that spirit so long that we think that that's it that god ain't doing nothing but he is he is and there's a time for it there's a time for grief but there is nothing that could get away from us that god can't restore and that god can't bring back bigger and better and even when it goes down to our loved ones and our families and people that we love and know that have went before us you know yeah that's a time to grieve but it is okay if you're still here it's because god got something for you to do and that you're part of the plan for the remainder of the time that we have on earth and that is something to rejoice in and that is something to celebrate but that spirit of grief got to be broken so that you can continue to move forward in what he has created you to do and created you to be he wouldn't have you still here and them gone if you really needed them to be able to do what he what he has called you to do you know what i'm saying and so i i i just really urge people to like really go to god and help him to get your mindset correct and straighten out concerning death and concerning um the fact that your loved ones are not here anymore they went as far as they needed to go in your life you got it the rest of the way you got it the rest of the way. You you got it the Come rest of the way. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. And so, you know, even with the children of you know, the children of Israel, Moses was so influential for them. You know what I'm saying? He just yeah. catapulted them. You know what I'm saying? So it would stand the reason that they would grieve hard when he got when he left. But God said, Y'all got thirty days and that's it. That's it's like pull yourself together because y'all still That's got, still got a promise still got to go possess. You still got a promise. You still got to go possess the land. You still got a promise. And so if we look at people as you're just um, you're just a piece of my puzzle. But but at the end of the day, it all start and stop with me. 
You understand what I'm saying? And I just, I, but God, I promise you, God is lifting the spirit of grief off of people and not just grief from losing a loved one. There are people that have lost a standard of living that they felt like, oh my God, yes. like I am going backwards here. And what is this? And it's like, and you just grieving it. You grieving it to the point where you can't even see the new thing, the new opportunity. You, you understand what I'm saying? But but that spirit of grief, I'm, God is lifting it because it's blinding a lot of people. Yes. It's hindering a lot of people. Yes. It's stopping a lot of people. Yes. And it's like, no, your next is right on the other side of that. Right on the other side. So, Crystal, this is what I want you to do. Because this is what I feel in my uh -huh. spirit. Um, you need to go ahead and pray. Um, or you know, let the Holy Spirit just really lead you in praying um for the uh, listeners and just for that spirit of grief um to be lifted. You know, let's just call that thing out and we're gonna cast that thing down so people can get set free, um, so people can begin to rejoice, right? That spirit of heaviness has to go. It tells us in Isaiah that you know he'll give us a garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, and a lot of time grief brings heaviness and it make you be so bogged down to where you can't function and you can't flow you know you can't see what god is doing on the other side because you're so blinded by this heaviness and this grief so we want to break the chains of this heaviness and grief off of people so they're they're able to go forth and flourish in what god has for them and to understand that that season is over there's a time and a season for everything and maybe that was a season or a time to grieve but now there's this is a season of rejoicing this is a season where god is making things new but what we have to do first is that our mindset has to become new first that's right our perspective needs to have to become new first then we can be getting to see our life and circumstances and situations as new because our perspective and our mind has been renewed so i just mm -hmm. feel in my spirit that um you can should go ahead go forth and you know pray as the holy spirit will lead you um but in, and definitely particularly for that spirit of grief and heaviness to be lifted off of um everybody who will be um under the sound of our voice on this podcast Okay. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I just, I, that is just so heavy and it's been on me for a little bit now, um, that how grief can really be trickery <laughs> mm -hmm. if you let it, if you let it, if you lay in it too long, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But, um, again, not just the grief of just losing a loved one, but the grief of loss period. You know, we we lose in life. It seems like we lose stuff and we lose uh, opportunities and we lose relationships mm -hmm. and not just through death, but just that it no longer is accessible to us. Yes. You know I mean? And and a lot of times it's like, OK, we think that that's what we need because we, we got familiar with it. And for a period of time, it was working for us. Mm -hmm. you, you understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So the grief is legit. The grief is legit. I'm not saying it's it's bad. The grief is legit, yeah. but there needs to be a end date. There needs to be a time yes. for it and a time, you know, there's a time to grieve and then there's a time to rejoice, yes. you know, and God, I'm going to do both. Okay. I'm, a, I'm once I finish grieving, there has to be something there for me to celebrate. There, you know what I'm saying? Yes. I got to get out of this grief first so that I could go and work on my celebratory moment. Okay. And so God, I just Father, I pray right now for everybody that's on, for everybody that's listening, for everybody that will come on and listen at a later time. God, I ask that your presence just rest on them as they hear 
this podcast and that the spirit of grief will lift off of them so that they can move forward. God, help them to see past the grief, help them to see past the loss and help them to believe you for new again. Help them to believe you that what they have lost is not the end of their life and it's not the end of the phase that part of their life. God, help them to understand, give them the revelation that you can create all things new again. Help them to understand and to expect you to do a new thing. God, you said in Isaiah that you would do a new thing. You would do a new thing. God, you said it. And help us to get out of grief long enough to to believe you, to see it. God, help some people to go back to the drawing board again and ask you again for what it is that they have a desire for. God, get some folks out of the bed today. Get them out of the bed today. God, help some people go outside. Just go outside today. God, help some people to not to not linger and labor over what was, but to say to you, because that thing is dead, now I'm believing you to give me something better than what I lost. Now I'm believing you to give me something bigger than what I lost. God, help us all to go back to the drawing board and draw another picture. Help us to draw another picture. Help us to believe you for something bigger than what we have ever experienced. Help us to not believe you for what we've already had, for what we already know how to do, but to believe you for the courage to do a new thing too. While we believe in you to do a new thing, help us to believe in ourselves that we can walk in a new thing, that we can sustain a new thing when you give it to us, that we can flourish in a new thing when you give it to us. God, change our minds. I ask that the scales fall off our minds, fall off our eyes, God, that the very thing that we thought we couldn't do is what we find ourselves walking in before this year is over with. Because not only, God, are you big enough to do a new thing, but you're big enough to make it happen now. You're big enough to make it happen before 23 get in here. So, God, we believe you not only for that new thing, but we believe you for an acceleration of that new thing, that we can walk in it at any given moment. God, that we can drop grief at any given moment, that we can drop the sadness at any given moment and say because these things are dead in our lives God now has free reign to walk in and do something new again God we thank you for the new we thank you for the strength give us our strength back God that grieving has took from us give us our strength back God that not only grieving has taken from us but that loss has taken from us God give us our energy back that we have been spending in the dead thing give us our energy energy back, God, that we have been spending over lamenting over what has lost. Give us our energy back, God, and our strength back to run in that new thing that you want to do for us. Help us to understand, God, that not only no weapon formed against us shall prosper, but God, that you too are going to do a new thing for us God that we not we don't always have to be on defense that we don't always have to be on offense that we can just sit and receive what it is that you want to do for us that we can just sit and receive that new thing that you're doing for us God and we're going to give you the glory for it because you're going to get glory out of this you're going to get glory out of our lives God because we believe you and so God I just thank you for the reports that are going to flow in from us believing you 
God, this year, this year, this year, this year ain't over. And we're not about to be saying, okay, God, next year, this is what I want you to do for us. No, God, I'm breathing now, so I want you to do it now. I'm awake now, so I want you to do it now. I'm talking to you now, so I want you to do it now. I don't have time to wait till next year because I'm going to need something else next year. I need something new now. God, I need you to do it right now in the name of Jesus. God, just like you resurrected Lazarus at your word he came forth God at your word today grief is leaving at your word today anger is leaving at your word today bitterness is leaving and we are walking in expectation God we thank you for a new energy for a fresh wind God we thank you that we're now seeing stuff differently we thank you now that we are seeing it differently that we're seeing it according to your power because you said that you can do exceedingly abundantly above all that we could ever dare ask or think according to the power that's in us. So God, now it's time for us to walk in stuff that we've never walked in before, stuff that we've never experienced before. God, we want what only you can do today in the name of Jesus, God. And we're going to praise you for it and we receive it now in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Woman of God, honey, <laughs> that prayer was prayed with so much power. And I, I just I, feel it, and yeah, I, I'm like I feel it. I feel a stirring now. Like I was trying to contain myself because I'm like, oh, I can't be too loud because I don't want to overshadow you praying. I need the sisters to hear, but I'm, I'm really, I'm, I mean, something was being stirred in me, and just as you continue to flow, and I'm so glad that I like this. Um, how how the Holy Spirit would just just divinely orchestrate everything the way it needs to be, and He always would meet us at our need and what we need. And I know if I felt the power behind that prayer, and it began to stir up and begin. To, I know things are have uprooted out of me in the name of the things that I've still been grieving. Because sometimes I don't even think we realize that we're still grieving a thing. That's right. That's right. <laughs> there's That's some, right. There, there's some hidden grief, right? Mm -hmm. You know, there's some mm -hmm. hidden disappointment. There's some hidden heaviness that that the Lord wants to lift off of us today, and I I felt it lifting. So I am all oh, that power, the power in that prayer. Listen, since I know, like I know these women, these people, men or women who come on this podcast who are listening now. There is a breaking happening. There's a breaking and it's not because of us and our humanness. It's because this is what God's desire is. He desires to break you out of that bondage. He desires to break you free from that captivity because hinder that, that grief and that heaviness will hold you in a prison. It will hold you and you will be bound to that grief and you won't be able to get out. But God is coming to set the captives free today. And, and through that prayer, I know the captives have been set free. So I thank you so, so, so much for allowing Holy Spirit to use you, Crystal. You really just, I mean, that was just the icing on the cake to this whole entire podcast today. I mean, Girl. seriously, like this thing has just been so like phenomenal. I, I'm just sitting here in awe like, wow, Lord, this, this is just, it's amazing. So you have added so much value to me, to the podcast. I know to these um, listeners that this is a, this, this is a life changing moment. Like it's not just. This is not just a podcast. This is a place because the Bible says where two or three are gathered. Mm -hmm. He's right here. Mm -hmm. So you don't, we don't always have to be inside of a church building, mm -hmm. right? Because he's right here among us. Because when two agree in, in prayer, it's the, it shall be established. And because mm -hmm. we are women of God, his spirit is right here. And lives can be transformed right through this podcast. And they are. These chains can break right through this podcast. And they are. That is the purpose of what this podcast was created for is to help people to get free. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. 
to help people get free. And and freedom is our portion as, is. as, as believers. It is. It is. It, it absolutely is. And it's like, you know, not only is it our portion, but it's a reality because I remember like sometimes we just hear the promises of God and we just think, well, one day, mm-hmm. well, one day, mm-hmm. well, one day I'll see that. But it's like, no, I need to see it now. And we, we kind of pass that because I don't think, you know, we are a different generation and it's a different time. We don't have 20 years left. Come on, girls. Over. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We just—I think Jesus is on the highway to be uh, to be honest Come on, with you. right? He might have a sleeper on, ready to get off on the accident. Like, <laughs> you know, and it's just like, you know. But even like in the Bible days, they had the expectation that Jesus was coming any day, any minute. Yes, they did. You know what I'm saying? And so, you know, here we are how many years later and you know it's time for us to stop acting like we got all this time in the world because we don't we don't we do not so it's like no god i need you to do it now actually i kind of need you to do it yesterday yeah the reality is you actually did do it yesterday so uh, i need to see it today come on it's already done <laughs> you it's already did, did it yesterday we need the manifestation of it today right and we gotta be bold enough sometimes i think being bold when it says come boldly before the throne of grace ask for what you want do we really believe what that say or do we hear that scripture and it just sound cute Mm -hmm. right right Right? because i'm like well lord you said that you're gonna do a new thing and we here talking about making a new but in isaiah 43 19 you said you're gonna do the new thing forget the things of the old for behold i do a new thing and it's gonna spring forth suddenly so that's me a suddenly is a is a now because in Hebrews 11 1 it says now faith so that's not a yesterday or tomorrow faith that's a right now faith so Lord I need to see the manifestation of your word over my life now because you're a right now God and I have the now faith you said without faith it's impossible to please you but I have the faith so now I need to see it today what you're going to do and I have the expectation and the faith to believe it and to receive it and i'm gonna walk by faith and not by sight i don't have to see it right now but i'm believing that you're doing it now and as i keep walking in faith i'm gonna see it now New is now. We might need to get some, some We're going to get some t-shirts because new, new is now. And if we begin to activate our faith to another level and believe God for the now instead of believing him for, okay, it'll happen next year or it'll happen two years from now, 10 years from now. No. Why can't it happen now? Why can't that thing God has been promising you and you've already been waiting and believing in expectation for however long? Why can't it happen now? Why, why can't it happen now? Why, you know, uh, why can't it happen now? Um, thanks Bree for posting that. She put it in there. Hashtag yes, thank you, Bree. Yes, hashtag. <laughs> That's all I have to say all weekend. Every time somebody say something to me, new is new is now. <laughs> you ain't talking about something new being now. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what you. I don't see that language. No, we're not about to be talking about what done died. We about to be talking about what's coming through the door and what's you new know, right now. What's happening right now? So you know what we dead, this is what we about to do. This because I just feel it in my spirit. Everybody who on and if it resonates with you, I believe like whatever that thing is, like we all have a thing. 
Yes, we do. We all have that thing, that thing we hold near and dear to our heart. We all have that promise that we've been holding to for dear life. Like when that Gabriel came to visit Mary and he told her how the spirit was going to come upon her and she was going to be impregnated with a, with a child and it was going to be by the spirit of God. And, and he gave her all of these prophetic words and these promises. And the Bible says she kept it hidden in her heart. Mm-hmm. There are things we have hidden in our heart that God has spoken. Mm-hmm. Let us go before God boldly before him, because the Bible says that you come before the Lord and you put him in remembrance, mm-hmm. put him in remembrance of what he said. Give him no rest. Go before him and petition him like, Lord, I believe your word. I believe that you said that you were going to do this thing. I believe and I believe you're doing it now. Mm-hmm. I believe and I'm holding on to your word in Isaiah 43 and 19 because you said forget the things of old behold you're doing a new thing and mm-hmm. it's bringing forth suddenly I'm believing for your suddenly and I'm believing for the manifestation of it today mm-hmm. today mm-hmm. right now right now yeah. because you're faithful and, to your and, and word like you said, cause, yeah and he always said you know faith is now you know what I mean and it's like, but we believe for a future moment. Like I, I don't. We done. I'm done with the future. <laughs> I'm done with the future. Like that thing don't worry about itself. The Bible says that tomorrow got its own troubles and it's worrying about itself. What about mm-hmm. the present moment, Lord? What are you doing today? What are you making new today? What promise am I possessing today? Mm-hmm. You know, how closer am I getting in my destiny today? Right. That is how we need to approach God. Like, Lord, yes, there may be some things he wants to do tomorrow and in the future. But what about the today? Why can't you have your wedding today? Why can't you be engaged today? No, because ain't nobody playing no games. Why you can't start that business today? Why why your business can't be successful today? Why you can't be in in international ministry today? You know, why you can't get that house today? Why you can't get that opportunity and that job today? Like, why do you got to keep waiting for it? What makes you think that God is up in heaven withholding things from you when the Bible says he withholds no good thing from the upright or the righteous or the just? So if you upright and you right, and you just why would he withhold it from you why he can't do that thing today why can't he restore that relationship today why can't he bring that unsafe family member or that unsafe child you've been praying over why they can't get an encounter with christ and be saved today like whatever that thing is why it can't happen today mm-hmm. why it can't happen today why it can't happen today Mm-mm. see see that's because you didn't got this thing stirred up. You didn't pray that prayer. You didn't, you know, <laughs> I was like, right? I think we done did a thing today. <laughs> we just did something. been open. You know, something, something has been released. And I just feel it in my spirit. Like, why can't it? Why can't you meet I, your spouse today? Ooh, why the man can't come and profess his love and how he really feels to today? Why he today? can't tell you that today? Why he can't? Man, listen. Now, see, you starting stuff. I just was going to come on here and say a little piece and be done. And now you really trying to... Uh, that's not me. That's because I, I I told you, I felt the stirring when you was praying. I meant that thing because I feel something so strong in my spirit. Like, okay, God a lot of time is saying, do you have the faith? Do you really believe? Like, do you really believe God can do that thing for you? Because if you really believe he going to do it, you know he can do it right now. You can- well, he don't need no time. He ain't got to prepare. He's already prepared. What he ain't? I mean, he's already has the capacity, the ability, the resources, the everything he needs to do it. So why can't he do it today? Hmm. Hmm. I don't even. Hmm. 
why like i just don't you know i for me i'm like no lord i believe no you about to have me walking on my head right well go, walk on it in faith i don't it doesn't matter <laughs> because faith you know it's illogical it's unreasonable but see, to that's what we gotta have because the people who see the radical things of god are the people who have the radical faith mm-hmm Mm-hmm. those are the people who not afraid to go to god well listen god you said listen you told me and uh i know i've been sowing seed and i've been waiting and i know i've been obedient you told me that the obedience shall eat the good of the land so i be i'm obedient you said you know if i obey your command that all these blessings shall come and overtake me i've been obeying you like lord you said like i listen i know how to like if you go to court you got to plead your case because your life is on the line because they trying to put you in jail for something you ain't do or you need <laughs> you're you you gonna get in there and you, you gonna, gonna open your you're you gonna go you're gonna have all the, the, the evidence you need to support mm-hmm. your case of why you mm-hmm. shouldn't go it's, we need to do the same before god because mm-hmm. he's like a he's a just judge he's a righteous judge we need yes he's bound to his word we don't go to him with our feelings and emotions we go to him with that word because mm-hmm. he has he's faithful to that that's not that's right. not returning to him boy right. so you that's should right. be able to plead your case to god you should have many scriptures to support and cooperate those things he spoke and over you. That's just you it. It's a word go in your case. You. It's a word in there for your case. It's a word there because there's no desire that you have that he didn't give to you. Come on. There's no desire that you, I don't care how small you think it is or how, how insignificant you may think it is or how every day you may think it is. There is no need that you have that he ain't already got a word for that he didn't even give you to begin with and a lot of times and this is one lesson that i had to learn and i had to learn this the hard way like stop talking to people who don't believe like that because because the inner is is working to quench it anyway come on and so you talking to somebody that you think is your your ace and then they talk you right on out of believing for something watch this because they don't have faith for it come on that see that's what it is that's why and iron sharpens iron i'm saying you got to get to the right face face friend right that's everybody right. ain't a faith friend you every that's they right. might be your friend but they may not be they your faith friend you know what I'm saying? and i remember just recently i just got a revelation of somebody who it was like <laughs> no lie i'm not exaggerating i'll tell you the honest to god truth you know i I've have I've always had a desire to be married and I've always talked about it. And I remember I had a friend that every time I would talk about, oh, I'm dating this guy or oh, I just wanna, you know, I have I have an interest in this and I wanna date this guy or or you know, I'm talking to this guy or or I just, you know, I can't wait until, you know, and she would always be like, Well, I don't think you need to focus on that. I think you need to focus on something else. Like there's other things that you need to be doing with your life other than being concerned about that. And so it would it would frustrate me to the point where not only would I get frustrated with it, but I also because I would hear her say that for so long and I would hear other people say it out of context to the point where I would feel bad about desiring it right the desire never went anywhere and the truth be told the desire would get greater every time they would tell me to shut up about it right (laughs) and i just kept saying to god i said what is this about and then after i finally took inventory of this individual came to find out this individual 
didn't even have a, she never, she don't have a desire to be with a man. She don't have a desire to be married. She don't have a desire for that type of relationship, period. So my point is don't talk to people who not where you at. Don't talk to people who don't have a desire for the thing that you believe in God for, because they'll talk you right out of it. Out of their own experience. From their own experience, from their Mm -hmm. own trauma. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you like you said, we gotta find those faith friends. We gotta find those people that's that's saying, you know, faith is now. You know what I'm saying? Um, now it is. We gotta find those people that's singing the same song with us. Because the Bible is clear. We're two or more gathered. There I'll be. And when he come on the scene, he moving stuff. He moving furniture. He making stuff happen. Come you know on. What I'm saying? And that's what we want. And so I had to learn, like, okay, I'm going to stop talking about this with you. We can talk about some of everything else, but we're not about to talk about the desires of my heart and what I'm believing God to do when you haven't yielded your trauma of that over to him yet for him to, to make it new for you, for you to desire it again. That's another thing with God making it new. He'll take that trauma out of it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's another thing that I feel like God is doing too. Like he's taking the trauma. He's lifting the grief, but he's taking the sting of the trauma Ooh. away so that Even we don't the trauma. believe mm. his the that we don't continue to believe his promises or see his promises through the lenses of the trauma through yes. the lenses of the dysfunction yes that's the trick of the enemy is to take everything that god said is good and to pervert it come on that's what he does so he will pervert it so then he will have you in an abusive relationship yep. to the point where you don't want relationships no more yeah he will have you in something dysfunctional to where you will in the name of Jesus, declare that that ain't what you want. When you alive, you just need to get over the trauma of it because the enemy knew that you was going to prevail in that thing. So he had to stop oh, okay. you before you even got started. Miss so Lily would like... Miss Lily would like some contact because um, some contact info ways to get in contact because she has to run. So um, if you want to give your contact information so she can connect with you um, and then I'll um, leave mine. We could put it in the chat and that way anybody can see it. Sure. Yeah. Just so for people who might have to go. Oh, wow. So she, you're, she's looking to launch a women's group and she would like to. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Oh, so wow. I'm, gonna put, I'm about okay. to put my website in because I have a ministry and a coaching um, program that I have. And um, of course, I have the podcast. So I'm going to put um, my website in and you can um, go on my website. It's www.redefiningmyworth.com and you are able to go there and um, you can connect with me. You can leave me a message. I'll get back with you. You are able to look through and see some other things that I have, some programs that I offer. And I also have a free guide on there. It's the ebook um, about five signs to identify that you need to redefine your worth in certain areas um, because that's what I do. I help women to, to redefine their worth and redefine them, themselves in personal development and relationships. And so feel free to contact me. Um, I'm, I'm not on social media right now. I do um, do things via Zoom. So you can go to my website and I see that Crystal put her IG. Yeah. Can you put my uh, email up there? Yeah. Uh, can you give her my email address? So that's my Instagram. It's at Crystal D. 914 is my Instagram. You can message me on Instagram. I'm actually on Instagram more than I'm on Facebook. Um, 
and then um i'm putting your um email and then janelle's going to give her my email and um you can you can always email me it comes directly to oh. my phone you gotta do at mail.com that's what i was just about to say i'm about to <laughs> I can see that. Like, oh, no. I can see that. so you can e you either way like it come my email actually comes to my phone so i could respond i can give a quick response and then we could go from there okay so it's the um I just I just put it up here. So it's crystal.henderson at mail.com. Yep. That is um Crystal's email. I can put my email as well. Um if you want to just email me. Well, I guess I will. If this thing get off my uh let's see. How do I get why are these emojis don't want to come out there? I know I had I was it was that's what I was so tripping weird. On. I'm like, no, I but that was a liar. So I'm putting it in right now for you, Miss Lily. And so you can also um email me directly as well, and we can connect that way. We appreciate you. We thank you for being on the live. And so um, we would love to connect with you. We would love to hear yeah. from you, both Crystal and myself. Um, this yeah, is what we do. We love to pour into women. Um, we love to see women heal and whole um, and really, truly walking in your um, divine purpose and walking boldly and unapologetically as a woman of God who he called you to be. And then when you are unapologetic and you are bold about who Christ called you to be and you're securing that, you don't feel guilty of going to him boldly asking for what you want. Because you know who you are, you know, who right. created you to be and you know what he created for you. So you have another level of courage when he told Joshua, be strong and courageous. You have a courage and you have a strength to go before him like, no, Lord, you say it. Mm -hmm. No, Lord, you say it. And so this is why I love to get together and have this platform. And so we can um, we can connect and we can um, then lock arms. Right. And so we're not divided and, and separated. The enemy tries to bring so much division. <laughs> she said she can't no. even please. I'm telling you because the enemy wants to keep us divided because he understands there is power in unity. That's why the we're one body is the body of Christ. But a lot of times there's so much division, whether it's just between women or men or different denominations or beliefs or, you know, what you think about this part of the Bible or whatever it is. He seeks to come in with all this division and separation because he understands the power of, um, being in agreement and being in unity. And so um, it's so important for us to connect because if, if one can put a thousand and two can put ten thousands, yes, I mean, we in the States too. Yes, we in the States. I'm, I'm in Ohio. Ohio State. Where are you at? I'm in Florida. She said she in Virginia. Okay, okay, yeah. Yeah, but I'm in Ohio. Yes, yeah, so so like we gotta we gotta come together because if even just us three was to get together, how much more multiplication is that? That's right. Right. That's right. So as we, we continue, as we continue to come together in unity, in unity on one accord, there's no limit to what God can do mm -hmm. through mm -hmm. us. How many women can be impacted? How many women can be healed? How many women can be made whole? How many women, you know, can have their faith built up? Right. And so this is what it's all about. So we appreciate you so much, Miss um, Lily. Yes, email us absolutely and let god use listen let god use us right let him go ahead and do it god bless do. you god bless god you bless talk you. to you later have a blessed day yes yeah, so i knew this was going to be such a phenomenal um 
episode. I told you that when we spoke. It's about to be fire. I knew it in my spirit. And so, uh, I am excited. I believe God has moved tremendously today. Um, I'm so cool. So I'm so yeah. blessed. You were, you just have been such a blessing to the podcast. I don't want to hold you too much longer because uh, I know you got to go about your day and I got to do more things that I've always got stuff to do. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, I'm always moving, but thank God that I can. I don't, I don't complain. I thank mm-hmm. God because I remember a time where I wasn't doing nothing and I was in that dry place in that wilderness. Yeah. And I wished I could do something. I yeah. wished I had something to do. I wish mm-hmm. I had an event. I wish I had a, some friends to hang out with. I wished I wish I wish. So I don't mm-hmm. take it for granted. And I, and I count it all joy. Amen. Cause I, 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 I pray for this thing. And some, that's another thing I do want to leave a little nugget for us uh, don't be afraid because sometimes we pray for something and then when they happen we we want to like draw back and then we want to like, start being like like lord wait no this too much no 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 baby no you mm-hmm. pray for this mm-hmm. thing you just didn't mm-hmm. understand how it was going to flow that's right but this is what you play for so you need to ask the lord to increase your capacity to manage and maintain what he is pouring in your life Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so you don't feel like you need to shrink back from it because it's going to come and it's going to overwhelm and overtake you. Right. It's going to happen so fast and you're going to feel like, you know, you can't catch up. But God has created you for this. He's prepared mm-hmm. you for this thing. Mm-hmm. Like this is why you've had to go through your process. This is why you experienced those experiences. That's why you went through the loss. That's why you went mm-hmm. through the suffering. That's why you went through the wilderness because he was. And those things won't be wasted. Those those no. things won't be wasted. And actually, it's when you step into your new that you'll see those things being redeemed. Like you'll see the redemption of all of that. Like you look back and say, okay, that's why that had to happen that way. And, and it wasn't for nothing. Like there is nothing that we will ever encounter that, that God ain't got a plan for. You know what I'm saying? Even if it's years down the line, years down the road, we're going to look back and say, okay, you know what? I see why that had to happen. And, you know, had that not happened that way, I would not uh i would not be i wouldn't be here i wouldn't be where i'm at had that not happened you know we always hope that you know we don't ever want the trauma to come to us we don't ever want the bad events to happen but they all work for our good all of them work for our good amen so we just believe in god for making a new we're believing that we're going to see the new and we're going to see it today. You know, we're going to see it now. You know, we're going to see it, you know, in this hour and this season. Right. And so I'm expecting to hear some testimonies coming forth. You guys um, can contact us. You can, you know, leave messages here on the podcast. You can um, email us. Um, you know, we left our contact information. But again, um, if you want to connect with Crystal, you can email her at crystal.henderson at mail.com and that's crystal.henderson at mail.com you guys can email me at janelle at redefiningmyworth.com and or my website at www.redefiningmyworth.com we are so grateful and so blessed to have you guys here on the podcast or those who listen to replay we just continue to pray for you and just pray that the lord is going to bless you and keep you to make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you and we thank you for being a part of today's episode make it new we believe in god is making it new again amen and so i just want to leave you all with my famous quote that i always say is your past does not define you it develops you